Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. Hello? Hello? Oh, now I see you. Now I hear you. Hey there, Natalie. Hey, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? I'm doing super great. Mind muting my I... stream on your end? <laughs> You're hearing the echo. Um, oh, yeah, let me, sorry, let me turn you down. No worries. How's that? Uh, echo. Sounds great. Perfect. What if I was on, oh, there I am. There you are. Hey, let me add you to my stream. Thanks for getting me on the stream. I know it requires you to be a little more alpha than most people, but... I, you know. Yeah, we have very like, we have very exclusive showings here. Yeah, ho hold on. Let me get the let me get Streamlabs. I need a top. <laughs> One second. How's your day going? Uh, it's going it's going good. I doing you know super busy things that I won't disclose. Excellent. Good. I I I'm supposed to be debating you, right? Oh yeah. Oh, we can debate. You know what? Before we before we go ahead with the debate. Hey there, Natalie. Been a big fan of yours for a long time. I really appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. You're very welcome. I, you know, you've been a long time white knight of me, and I, I guess this is this goes to show that white knighting works. Yeah, we're giving hope to all the uh, all the incels out there. This is like a hope pill stream. A hope pill stream. Well, someone has to do one. Mm-hmm. We actually had a few talks with some incels earlier. It's been a, it's been a pretty wacky day. I think I've talked to like forty or fifty people so far. Damn, I don't have the. How do you do it? You must be, you must be, you must be on the the verge of insanity. Uh, my girlfriend has been cooking me intermittent meals, and I have been building up a tolerance uh, uh, for a year and a half now. <laughs> I see. I, I must not have that tolerance. I'm I'm done after two hours of playing Pokemon. Your streams have been super fun. Thank you. I have a vicious audience that constantly clocks me for, for playing Pokemon like a grandma or whatever. Well, you are kind of a boomer, right? Oh, fully. Okay, 100%. Yeah. I actually identify as a boomer. If you own it, then it's fine. Nobody gets mad at you. If mm -hmm. they, it's, it's endearing mm -hmm. if you're living it. Yeah. It's my truth. It's my journey. Thank you for supporting it. <laughs> Was there something you wanted to debate? Or did I have to come up with a topic? Uh, I don't know. Someone suggested uh, cat girls versus dog girls. <sighs> I don't know. All right. Make your opening arguments. Okay. Uh, so cat girls. Okay. Um, meow. Meow. Happy gay sound, Zulu. I rest my case. I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> Ooh, all right. I don't. I don't. Are there like sexy bark noise? I don't think there are like cute bark. Bur bur I, I don't think that. I don't think they're doing great. The, the, You're doing so good. Yeah, thank, the, the, the reciprocate I don't think works quite as well. But I will say this listen, long have we been subject to the cat girl tyranny on every single anime forum board, Twitter, on, just completely dominating the airwaves, truly the hegemonic masters of our uh, cultural zeitgeist. But the dog girl, the, the underdog in every conceivable sense, Big the underdog girl, fluffy ears, uh, robust sexual energy. I would only assume. I think that fits naturally, and likes being scratched more. Enough with the tsundere, uh, 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 cat girl nonsense. Oh, they like you. No, they don't. The unadulated love of the dog girl is the way forward. This is pretty convincing, uh, but I don't know. I feel like. I feel like you're just you're just missing the sounds that I'm really gonna need to get on board with this. I do. Like the the sounds. sounds don't work for me. That's why I'm avoiding them. That's. I know because you're just not gonna be a nyanya. Uh, you're just not going to. Uh, I don't, do dogs make noises other than bark? I don't have a dog. I don't even know. Do, do dogs make noises? Okay. I, I... <laughs> New debate. You're. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Don't huskies go like? Like huskies have like some crazy. I, I buy that. But is that sexy? No. Yeah, I don't like, like you're going Unless in. Unless you're into that. Yeah. Which I personally. Like, I don't. 
personally i'm not super into that no i, I can't say what either uh, a dog girl plus muzzle perhaps that fits the theme a little bit if they're into it that's kind of kinky yeah. muzzles oh yeah yeah i mean if they're into it you know it's aesthetically mm-hmm. appropriate perhaps mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. muzzle cats okay i'm following no you don't muzzle cats well and if you do that you, you know you have a real problem oh uh, yeah i'm sure some people do do oh. people muzzle cats? Are we Did talking they... about real cats anymore? Or are we talking about cat girls? I've lost the thread. I don't know. I think cat girls are ball gags. Real cats don't get muzzled. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's probably right. But cat girls do. <laughs> Natalie, uh-huh. you've won the debate. Congratulations. Thank you. I I I consider myself a pretty expert debater, so I like to I like to think that I would be expected to win the only one i've lost yet um can i can i uh can i ask you something go, go in, in a perhaps a slight pivot from our current and you don't have to answer if you don't want to but i am curious okay i'll see if i can bring it back around gotcha yeah you pivot back yeah mm, the mm. i remember a video you um you made a while back where you said that much as you enjoy it the political nonsense is exhausting and if you could you would much rather just do like gay makeup tutorials or something and such you still hold by that were those my words i think that was pretty close to i would would rather do gay makeup tutorials well you wouldn't do straight makeup tutorials would you that's true yeah so yeah oh no i hate politics i can't every moment of this is agony to me i don't know why i signed up for this it's horrible (laughs) i I hate i hate contrapoints i hate this channel i hate my life is i don't know i've plunged myself into this this unconceivable hell I am really sorry. <laughs> Seriously, though, you, the yeah. expectation must be enormous at this point. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Well, I mean, take for example, like, because I'm kind of I don't know, I'm not that great. Like, I'm a mediocre. Per- like, like I don't know. I came into this. De- like, everyone else has had a topic to debate. I came and was like, cat girls. <laughs> like, that's 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 what I've got going on. And yet, look at the reception of this in the chat. It's just like, oh, hail the queen. She's doing incredible. Like, like how do you do- maintain a sense of proportion when when your most like mediocre mediocre declaration is met with this enthusiastic excessive praise? You become like, you become jaded. If that's uh, if that's like uh, mediocre to you, you should have seen some of the conversations that I had earlier. Um, no, I, oh, that's I'd say true. maybe I'm. You're in the upper quartile, let's say, of of debate prowess, undoubtedly, um, for tonight. Upper quartile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've <laughs> got some talented viewers, yeah, because they've been yeah. watching me. I, I I did better than the incels. The one incel was pretty. No, I'd say you did better. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah. He didn't make any. He didn't make any good points about the femoids. We ended up agreeing on the femoids towards the end. We, we oh, came to a femoid, femoid consensus. Yeah, a femoid consensus. What was that consensus? Um, that uh, women do have it much easier getting laid. There are a fuck ton of other problems they got to contend with, oh. and navigating that dichotomy can be difficult for men. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's true. That it's like not really a distinctive problem of female experience that sex is unavailable. Yeah, well, uh, well, obviously, it's more complicated than that. You know, we're limited yeah. to, to five hour, or sorry, five minute slots here. But the um, did you the, talk about chads? Did you talk about did you talk about anything else? Very briefly. Very. They won't. The incels. Well, um, they they don't listen to me like they used to. Um, I fear that's too bad. Yeah. How have you have you lost your influence among the incels? I don't. I th- I think they liked me more when I was just doing this with a fifty dollar webcam from like a like a basement setup, you know. And now that I have like professional, so you're sell you're a sellout. Yeah, I'm so, well. I'm like a, a I'm a YouTube Chad now. It has nothing they to do with sex. Oh, like the, it's a, you're using a Chad webcam. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. The EOS versus the Incel potato and the, the EOS fifty. Yeah, 100 uh-huh, percent. It's a Chad uh-huh, webcam. Uh-huh. It's a Chad webcam. Yeah. They listen to you. They listen to me. Yeah, your uh, Incel's yeah, video is huge. Incel. Yeah. It is huge. I don't know if that's huge because of incels or if it's huge because of people who are curious about incels. Because mm, incels are kind of a meme, you know? I mean, I think, like, the video was popular with, with some... Some incels liked it. It got kind of torn apart on the incel forums, which, you know... They tear everything... I, they as, tear everything... I can make the most yeah. salient fucking comment in the world. Like, hey, men... I can say, men struggle with dating. And somebody will clip yeah. that and post it to short cells on Reddit and they'll call me, like, a fat... Like, like a fat degenerate. Uh, uh, who doesn't know what he's talking about because I had sex once in high school or something. 
Oh, a fat degenerate who has sex. I yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I guess, as far, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. It's been a long time since I thought since I've argued with incels. Honestly, that's been kind of off my radar. Except that their vocabulary is like permanently embedded in my brain. Do you have any interest in getting into a live debate by chance? Well, I tried that like three years ago. I saw. And uh, I don't know. I wasn't amazing at it. Like I probably could have gotten good at it. But like every time, like the problem is that like the company, well, so, I, so there's a website called Twitter.com. And there's a, a, a little problem with that website, which True. is that every time I talk to someone who disagreed, like I would get, you know, my little baby, like 40,000 subscribers YouTube channel. People would be like, you're platforming someone you disagree with. Therefore, you are enabling fascism. Therefore, you are a fascist sympathizer. And so I cut, that's, that was the end of my debate career. Do you think the left is getting any healthier online over the past couple of years? Or do you think it's just as bad as it oh. used to be? Oh, it's absolutely as bad as it used to be. No, no fault. You're just going to lay that out there. Don't you think? I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I, the, the worst I've ever had, it was last October. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. you and I, I think, have very different experiences with the worst elements of the left. So. Okay. Yeah, that's possible. I think you probably get the worst of it. I mean, I know. I think it's undeniable that you get the worst of it. Yeah. Well, I get, I don't know. I, I it's a very particular quarter that really goes after me. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of made me not able to really function online for, for the last, like, seven or eight months. I guess I, I've kind of, like, kind of just given up social media. I'm very, very cautiously starting to come back. I tweeted twice today. Every time I tweet, I, I look at that tweet button. It's like, I'm, it's like I'm holding a gun to my head. Like, it could ruin, it could ruin lives if I press that button at the wrong time. I, I was actually really surprised to see you tweet earlier. I um yeah yeah for for aforementioned reasons. Do you think you should you think be more? I'm not trying to tell you what to do or anything. Do you think that like you could be more active and not not like lol just block people? What's it? Do you think you could like care less about their opinions of you? Do you think you care too much, or do you mm -hmm. think it's just a sheer volume thing? I think for a long time I cared too much. I've kind of gotten to a point where I don't care. Um, like, you know, when there was like Twitter backlash against parts of the cringe video, I didn't care at all okay. because I like, I've just kind of accepted this as like a, as like a law of nature that like every time I post something like a certain section of trans Twitter will like, you know, declare me the antichrist. But I, um, uh, you know, so I've, I've accepted that, but I guess it was, especially when it comes to Twitter in, in particular, like. Like I, I, I'm, I literally am triggered by by the by this website because it's caused me so much pain. Like, and and people thought people think this is an exaggeration because the, you know it's like, well, why can't you just handle criticism? Why can't you just hand you know? Well, it's it's not criticism that's the problem. It's like everyone you've ever associated with getting death threats and being strongly coerced into publicly disowning you, like. It's a very difficult experience to go through. And so, and when you realize that, like, not just having the wrong opinion, but wording the right opinion the wrong way could call, could trigger an event like that, it's, like, hard to say anything. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, no, I mean, you, you're right. And you know I'm going to agree with you because I've, I think, I've crusaded watched your against <laughs> this. You know, and I have to say, and this isn't some, like, lame attempt at a pullback, but... I mean, I share, I think, I don't know if you would phrase it as disgust, but I, I do feel a, a certain degree of disgust towards that element of the online left. Not not necessarily for their relationship with you, but it's woefully unpragmatic to take such pleasure in attempting to performatively deride the people most effective at converting people. If you, if you started sucking, I would yeah. absolutely stop simping for you. Don't worry. But it's the concept yeah, yeah. of taking down the, the, the big ones. It's, um, it's, it's horrible. I would hope that eventually these groups would calm down, but neither of us really run in their circles and I don't think they're capable of being convinced. So. Well, I liked the way that you've framed it in some of your videos about this, like the idea of like the, the, the strategy of the left has to be building a coalition. And 
a coalition i mean like think about like what has to happen for the left to form a coalition that means you have to have like the lgbt people you have to have the black lives matter people you have to have the union people you have to have feminists you have like a lot of different groups and if like so so not only like if we can't even uh, get along on a fundamental level like if you can't even tolerate each other within the t of lgbt like we're so doomed because if we can't even form a T coalition, then we definitely can't form an LGBT coalition and we definitely can't form a left coalition. So yeah, it's just devastating. And I think, um, you know, but I think ultimately the, the, the issue is that, you know, for a lot of trans people on Twitter, the point, the goal is not, they're not thinking about strategy because the goal is not to win. The goal is to create a space where they feel comfortable all the time. And that's fair, right? Okay, like it's fair to want a space like that. But the thing is like, when you try to turn the major public forum for leftist discourse into a space where I personally am always comfortable, then you, you stop doing politics. Yeah, I 100% agree. Politics yeah. is, is the art of building power and then using it. And nothing right. shorts that process more than s placing power building second to immediate comfort. I think safe spaces are yes. a wonderful thing. I mean, I like the yes. idea. I and there were safe spaces at my university, for example. Like they had physical safe spaces where if you were like Latin or something, and you were tired of mm -hmm. white people or bullshit, you could like. There's like yes. a nice room in the back, and you can you can do your homework. It was great, fantastic, wonderful. But Twitter has I don't know how many people are on Twitter. Let's just say trillions. Trillion. Of people on it. It's a battleground. It's not a, it's not a little, yes. you, you, you can't, you know, build a little cozy. And I don't want to be the person with the cleanest soul being led off to the death camp. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be lined up in front of the mass grave and like turn to the people next yeah. to me and go like, hmm, guess who will be answering for their problematic language after the end? Hmm? Yes. Like, yes. Like, I, like yes. no. I, yes. It's, it's. Step one. It's, infuri it's infuriating. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I th well, I think, I think we completely agree, agree about this. Uh, I just, yeah, because I don't know, like, like you say, like it's it's not a, it's not like a oh safe spaces these snowflakes no like literally everyone needs a safe space and I understand I fully understand that for queer people and for like like especially maybe for non-binary people where like the vast majority of people are not gonna like understand your identity intuitively like you absolutely need to have form spaces like that like that's what like I don't know private Discord servers are for but like. You cannot get, you cannot act like, I don't know, because especially when it's, when the, when the objection is not even necessarily that you did or said something wrong, but it's like, in my case, where it's like, oh, you talked to a bad person. Like, you cannot insist that every ally refuses what is going on with the chat. Uh, the chat might be the the YouTube has been a little bit fucky lately with. Um... Oh, yeah. It's, I've been having that problem, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I... yeah. Uh, you cannot insist that all allies and all activists refuse to talk to anyone who doesn't agree with them. That's that's madness. Like that's basically sh shutting down any actual activism project that you could possibly hope to have, apart from one sort of within your own little space. Yeah, I think, and um, the the weirdest, cause the thing to me is, and I recognize, like, you're right, everyone does need a safe space. My community is a safe space to me. I deal with, um, not exactly the same as you, I deal with quite a bit of agitation online, um, from the far right, from the left, whatever. And, um, and, I, and I enjoy that, but one of the things that I've tried to build in my community is a kind of collective recognition that as important as challenging these people is knowing there's a place where you can back up to and relax but i try to yeah. avoid doing so at the expense of others you know that old phrase like um your right to throw your fist uh, ends at the at the space in front of my face or something like that mm. like for you because i i think this was one of the things you were canceled you're you'll have to forgive me you have like 18 incidents so i need to it's yeah at least that many right yeah so i have to but i yeah. think it was like you were saying that the Perf the, I don't know if you said performative, but the performative expectation of everyone going around in a ring saying their gender pronouns is something which manifests in large part from woke people being in the presence of those they know are trans, whereas yeah. the assumption of your gender identity is more common in less progressive spaces because they don't even think to do like the gender runabout. Um, 
which is, I think, I mean, I, I'm cis, so I don't fucking know, but that seems like a perfectly, if nothing else, like valid perspective. Um, but if that's an experience you're having, and that's a frustration you're having, directly related to your concerns of other people validating your gender identity, the idea of shutting you down for expressing that is literally uh, destroying the potential for you to create a safe space around that particular subject, the form camaraderie, to have people understand, share their experiences, to feel like loved or accepted or acknowledged in that respect. To destroy that in, to, to, for, in the pre preservation of some other perceived safe spaces, I mean, you're doing the thing. Like, you're doing the thing. You're breaking up the comfort zone for other trans people, you know? Yeah, I think what I think the issue with that particular occasion was that like I was talking about like feelings that I had about being in certain spaces that sort of build them build themselves as like oh, progressive like like trans like safe spaces where like I got the impre like where where sort of all normal like social <laughs> rules were sort of discarded in favor of these artificially imposed rules that said for instance oh you can't call anyone you guys like the phrase you guys is banned because it's gendered and so people are upset by gendered language mm -hmm. and like you have to you know you know like you're supposed to like everyone knows i've i don't know i've had this occur, occur to me like i've had this happen to me like i think it's happened to me like at vidcon where like i don't know so, like some like cis person walks up to me and say like they say oh the contrapoints like oh what are your pronouns it, like and they know my pronouns are she her but but it's the act been, it's, per it's so, performative someone yeah. told them what you're supposed to do with a trans person is ask their pronouns so they're acting in a way that they believe is the right way to act, right? They're thinking, oh, this is the polite thing to do is ask what her pronouns are. But like, you know, that's, it's, it's, and it's like sort of incongruous to me because I can, I can go to a sports bar in North Carolina and no one's asking my fucking pronouns. And I prefer it that way. So like, I don't know. It's just, a, it's a feeling I have. Now, I think that the, the legitimate objection to my tweet is that me talking about that feeling without adequately you know, uh, sort of contextualizing it as, you know, not, which is not to say that it's not, not, you know, it's not sometimes good to have these, this norm of asking pronouns, right? Like, I, I think people, you know, could use that, that expression of a feeling to say, oh, we should never ask people what their pronouns are. Yeah. And, which is not what I was saying. Well, and it's, well, I mean, haven't, and black people have complained about this too. Black people have complained mm -hmm. about like the woke libs saying stuff like, um, like person of color, or yeah. African American gentlemen, like we we they yeah. bandied about that before. We all know the meme about calling black people articulate. There are a ton of ways in which overcompensation from yeah. well-meaning people ends up being sometimes well-meaning ends up being yeah. significantly more obnoxious than than just the default like blasé, uh, 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 like a completely neutral approach. Um, yeah. I, I guess I feel like this should be fairly. Well, I think this would be uncontroversial to most functional adults, but if I may be crass, I think a lot of the people who shit talk you on Twitter are literally just like 16 year olds. So I don't know. Yeah, how I think there's much. an element of that. Yeah. I mean, like the vast majority of the really abusive stuff comes from anonymous accounts that are, you know, anime avatars, anime, like furry avatars. Like, I don't know how old they are, but I suspect pretty young. Yeah. So. You know, sometimes it is. Sometimes I do. I do try to remind myself, like, look, look, you're getting upset because a teenager is yelling at you online, um, and I, you know, try not to take that too seriously. But you sort of have no choice to take to take, but to take it seriously when, like, like, basically everyone is being pressured to dis disavow and 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 basically there's a kind of social media pressure where no one can associate with you. You've become so toxic. That anyone who talks to you gets this kick kickback for platforming a transphobe, which like when you have a significant number of trans people online who will go after any cis person who talks to me because they platformed a transphobe by talking to me, like that actually does have a, a serious effect on me, and 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 they know that, and and that's what they want, well, right? Yeah, they want to hurt me. Yeah, I mean, there are a surprising number of these people. It's not they're yeah. like they're not. I yeah, mean, yeah. they're not massive or anything, but they're no they're a loud minority. I think. I mean, yeah. the goal would be to outgrow these people. I think like that should yeah. be. I think one of the biggest issues isn't just the existence of these people. It's the well-meaning people who would otherwise be on your side who ha say like, yeah. "Whoa, hold on." I don't want to invalidate any concerns, 
let's give it a listen. I get this shit a lot. There are a lot of people online who are, there are a couple of prominent people on Twitter and they know who they are. And they're, they're, they're fucking lunatics. And they're, they're like one of those, like, here's an 87 like clip assembly of out of context clips that proves Vosh is a, a racist transphobe, like the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they're all horribly. Your, your list of crimes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, we all have a list of crimes. Yeah, right? we do. Some yeah. longer than others. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and the issue is these people are crazy. I don't care. I don't care what they do, but the issue is people, well-meaning people will see <laughs> that stuff on their timelines and then they'll go, Oh my goodness. I didn't. Re- I, Hmm. And then they'll show up in my site chat, in my YouTube comments, they'll DM me, they'll email me by the hundreds, by the thousands, eventually over the course of weeks, months, repeating the exact same shit, except innocent and unaware of the malicious intent behind it. And that signal boosts it. And it's impossible to stop them because from your regular, like normie progressive point of view, the concerns they heard are the valid and reasonable you know, uh, 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 issues taken by like another progressive looking to meaningfully correct my behavior or whatever. That's the issue. We all need to ignore them. It's not just like you, everyone needs to learn. Like this is a no go zone of Twitter. Bad. And it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. And it's not just like woke Twitter, or woke Tumblr that does this. Like, I mean, this is an old thing that like, 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 you know, this is kind of a Gamergate thing or a 4chan thing. Like, you know, you, Basically, the idea is that that if, so so suppose you accuse someone of being a pedophile, um, like frivolously, if you if you go if you message enough people and you get enough people messaging mm-hmm. around, like oh like what do you think about the you know about the the pedophilia accusations against YouTuber X, like you you say that you know I, I've seen like you know it, this happen on 8chan, or I'll start with 8chan for example, and there's actually you know I actually know someone who has had like just totally spurious like pedophilia allegations follow him around for years. Because of ex- of exactly this, like you say, like oh, like there's there's pedophilia allegations, pedophilia allegations, and like as you say, the problem is not necessarily that people are outright lying that you're accused of pedophilia. It's that this be their, you know, allegations of there being allegations <laughs> gets enough, um, you know, views essentially gets enough visibility that now concerned and well-meaning people start digging into it. But it takes, you know. It's easier to see, oh, I heard about there's these allegations, which is what most people say. Most people don't look into it, right? And so you can, you really can just, you know, you can, it's, it's actually extremely effective. Yeah, well, and, it, it contributes to the discourse. Yeah. It, it adds yeah. to the general discourse. And you then you can't tell of the people who are repeating these claims how many of them are malicious dipshits and how many yeah. of them are people who are just honestly signal boosting, you know? I think exactly. reasonably the only thing we can do is just ban anime and furry avatars on Twitter. That's oh, probably yeah. the closest thing we can get to institutional I mean, I think change. That, I think it is a problem. Like, you know, it is a problem with anonymous accounts on the internet. Like, I, I think like, okay, like there's, you know, maybe some justification for having spaces that are anonymous. Um, you know, I think like on Twitter, for example, like if you, if you do any cr- criticism of of the anime avatars, like, You'll have a bunch of people telling you, well, trans people need these avatars because they're not ready to come out or they'll be harassed if they show their real face. Um, and it's like, well, okay, that's true. But also it, that may be true for some people. But I mean, it's, I mean, like I show my face and I'm harassed for my face, but I just deal with it. But like, but also like, you know, you, it still doesn't make you invulnerable to the problems that come along with, an, you know, anonymous, uh, activity online just because you have woke reasons for being anonymous it still affords you the kind of protection of anonymous and the to- and the total freedom from accountability of anonymous right yeah yeah no, well yeah yeah 100 percent. i don't know i mean again i only i think the only i think the only solution that we can really get is better media literacy on the part of leftists I think the right doesn't need this as much because the right is like a, the, the, the online conservative sphere is like, a, is, uh, what was the name? Um, Killmonger Joe. What was his name from, from Immortan Joe? That fucking guy. It's, it's a fucking bloodbath. These people fucking are horrible to each other all the time. They'll, they'll, they'll take each other out. They'll do horrible hit pieces. They'll dox each other. And it's this, they're orcs. There's this constant bloodbath and they just hurt everyone in their periphery. But, we trying to be a little bit better, you know, um, and and because we try to be better, the infighting in our communities, I think, reverberates much, much farther 
harder and does more damage, at least proportional to, you know, the state we try to keep our communities in. If we have better media literacy, maybe we could get lefties to be a little bit more reasonable about not signal boosting bad ideas, recognizing when performative sensitivity is being used as a mask to obfuscate, like, genuine harassment against larger figures. That kind of stuff. Oh, it's like, I mean, it's like a kind of auto, it's like a kind of metaphorical autoimmune disease of leftist spaces, right? You can use these, these mechanisms that we develop to keep like, you know, like genuinely abusive people out of our spaces. Like you can use those mechanisms to destroy basically anyone within those spaces. Um, and I don't know of anyone who has a, has a real solution to that. Um, can I, uh, can I pivot briefly and ask you a slightly different mm -hmm. question? Sure. Pivoting on my end means you won the argument, by the way. Okay, great. I, I'm super happy that I, that I won this debate. Um, did you enjoy making the cringe video? I know politics is a bit of a, a, a tough one, but I feel like that video was on the mm -hmm. interstice of like politics and like, so, like social, like yeah. internet history keeping, you know? Well, I'm obviously, I'm obviously being a little bit facetious when I say I hate politics, because obviously I, I sort of like it. I, I, there's a reason why I started talking about it in the first place. Uh, yeah, I would say that I'm, I'm at my best, I think, like, when I'm talking about sort of internet culture and how it, the political implications of that. Like, more so, like, I, I'm simply not an expert on, like, you know, I don't, I don't make videos about elections, really, or about, like, oh, like, I don't do current events. I don't do the latest crazy thing Joe Biden said. Like, I don't do any, you know, I don't do that. But what I, I do think I'm, I think the thing I'm, I'm best at is, is videos like the incels video or videos like cringe, you know, where I take this kind of specifically online uh, phenomenon and I kind of dive deeper than any sane person would. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I did have fun with cringe, especially because with cringe, um, I mean, it's actually something so personal to me because this has kind of like ruled my life for for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think like as a as a trans person online, cringe is kind of like it's a sword hanging over your head. Like you you constantly are aware that you're you're you're. you're the you know, nanosecond you're, you step out of yeah, line, yeah, you're a yeah. nanosecond away from being the next. Uh, deer getting head scratches and you gotta you really have to watch it oh topical that one yeah, it's, I, I that one that. came out that. after the cringe video that would have been an excellent inclusion i know yeah the week of it was the week of yeah it came out like literally within a week of the oh cringe shit video. yeah the, was, well the, was deer gate prescient yeah no it, it was uh well i don't know if there's any good timing for that but it was uh yeah appropriate yeah um i <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to fucking butter your biscuit here or anything. That mm -hmm. video, the cringe video, it's been too long since I love the, the incel one. The cringe video and the, um, the cancel culture video. I love the cancel culture video because it was eminently like relevant to my business as well. So it's, you know, that's, I'm biased. But of course, yeah. The, the cringe video felt like a, like a fucking dissertation. That was so good. <laughs> The, um, it actually got me to evaluate some stuff because I think, cause it's true. Like the cringe culture, like as a concept is, is irresistible and horribly destructive, um, it, to, to our, to our psyches, I think. Um, yeah. but, um, it, you, you actually got me, I know you would criticize me on this in the past. It actually got me to move over a little bit on Blair White. Um, because, um, I know at some point you would, um, in, in the, in the video, you talked about the Jessica Yaniv business. And um, I think it's really important to understand why people do the stupid shit they do, because it yeah, makes totally. it e it makes it much easier to critique them or win an argument against them, wh whatever you're doing. Um, and with Blair, I guess I had always just assumed she was like um, like an insecure uh, like grifter, which mm. I'm not saying she's not. But you talking about the way in which like performatively distancing yourself from the cringiest elements of the community that you lay claim to so you can be like the good one talking about that, opening that up. I thought it was really interesting. I think I might like reevaluate the way I approach uh, her content or, Cal or Calvin's uh, content in the future or, um, or uh, like all the like black people who hate black people on YouTube, just anyone who fits in that kind of turncoat slot, you know? Oh, I think, you know, the thing about Blair is like, 
she just made a video like youtubers who hate me contra points exposed i haven't watched it yet but but um <laughs> I, no, I don't hate i don't hate blair in fact i find it um i find blair very easy to i i mean Blair, actually, I, I really kind of empathize with Calvin. I find I find him something very touching about Calvin to me. But like, I find um, Blair, it's, it's very, very easy for me to see. Well, okay, so I should say, like, I don't know. I've been watching, I've been watching Blair's videos for a very long time. Like, since, I, I think since she had like four videos on her channel, I've been watching. And this was before I transitioned when, you know, I was very, very interested in, in, in watching trans people's content. Uh, and at first, I did not get why she did the things that she did. Like, I just felt attacked by it, you know? I felt attacked by it. And I used to, I used to, like, God, I used to just, before I transitioned, I used to just rage at her on Twitter. Like, I, I cringe at this now, but I used, I used to be one of the, like, a, like fully, like, a, a full egg, just man raging at Blair White on Twitter.com. And, like, not, Are now, you implying like I'm a, going to be trans next? Is that? Uh, I, w- I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've I've seen stranger stranger trans events, but like I uh, no, I don't think you're trans, but but uh, but uh, prove me wrong, you know. Uh, <laughs> I uh, no, like now Blair, I just find it very easy to understand why she does what she does. Like it makes total sense to me. In fact, I constantly find myself faced with the temptation to do exactly what she does. Because it's the easier thing, it's the safer thing, it's the rationally self-interested thing to do as a trans person online. Like, it's not a mystery why she does this. Like, it's, again, like I, like I said, the rational self-interest. Like, it's the correct thing to do if all you care about is getting your gender to be accepted by as many cis people as possible. You know, if what you want to do is be treated like a human being. And you're a trans person online. And you go and on you YouTube and you shit talk other t- yeah. Yeah, trans as hard as you possibly I mean, can. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the most effective way to get cis people's respect. And like, this is something I've, I've, you know, I've found that in my own transition as I've got, you know, I started out as a, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a freak, you know, and like, uh, I mean, I'm still a freak, but I have found that over time, like as I am more, you know, passable to cis people's eyes i increasingly find myself in social situations with cis people where the, where they're telling me th- they were they're willing to start shit talking trans people to me and hey you're, hey, you're winning you're, yeah you're yeah. far enough <laughs> over on the <laughs> yeah. scale this is how you know they'll say of course not you like you're just a woman to me like it's like a trans woman who looks like you you're not the problem <laughs> and like and and you have to decide what to do with this like do you do, do you do you take a stand for your uh, you know, b- b- sisters and brothers and, and and siblings and and say like no, like 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 you shouldn't talk about trans people that way. Or do you do the much 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 easier thing? Thing and say yeah, thanks. Yeah, I yeah can't you stand, rebel. I can't yeah, stand yeah, exactly. The, like, I can't stand uh, these crazy Huns either. Like, <laughs> like because like, that's the easier thing to do. Yeah, uh, I have to do the same thing, thing with my do. with my yeah. whiteness all the time in mm-hmm. the Antifa squads. You know, like I get to be white. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah when they're shit talking white people, I can either stand up for my you know, my, my pasty comrades, or I can, you know, accept the adulation as one of the good ones. It's, it's a, it's a tough dichotomy. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And it, it's, so I don't know. It's. It's <laughs> outcast. Um, yeah, no, no, seriously though. I get it. I mean, for, for you, like when I see the, um, the hyper mask, who was God, fuck you. You had him in the cringe video. He was done by H bomber guy. He was the guy, whiskey, didn't actually drink, cigar, didn't actually Davis smoke. Davis Arini. Davis Arini. Like, when I see yeah. someone like Davis Arini, this is like, it's like an instant, like, like, like you can, I can instantly nail every insecurity on this person's face. Like, yeah. it's the yeah, easiest yeah, yeah. thing in the world. It, it, and for you, totally, that's... Fully legible. For you, yeah. that's Blair White. Just an open book. Yeah. Like, every... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, 100%. That's pretty um, fucking wild, honestly. I mean, I, th- I think, like, you know, I, I think, like, I, I don't pretend to know the full story. Like... I'm not like a genius like psychoanalyst, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not about that. It's about like, I fully grasp why a trans person would do this. Whereas I think to a lot of people, uh, to a lot of cis people, they're like, why is this? How, why is this? Like, I don't know. I find that a lot of cis commentary, cis people's commentary on Blair White, it's like, lol, look at this like self-loathing idiot. Like, why is she acting against her own interest? And it's like, well... It's an, it's an, it's more complicated than that. She's, she's, she's acting, acting in her interest. Yeah, she's, she's acting. Just, she, yeah. I, she is acting in her interest. She's act, acting acting against trans people's collective interest, but she's absolutely acting in her personal interest. Yeah, I can't imagine that's a pretty good like long term survival strategy, though. You know, 
when you when uh, you when yeah. you when you maga hat your way into trump getting like eight terms in a row and then they ban trans people from existing right. you can all, the 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 acceptance you get by being the good one will only carry you mm. so far um well the wager yeah the wager you make i guess as as a maga trans person is you, is you're betting that uh you know you're you're better off as one of the good trans among the conservatives than you are betting on the social like widespread social acceptance of trans people in general which has and, been a losing bet throughout history yeah so. yeah so it's no i don't i don't think it's a very noble or honorable thing to do but i do, but i understand it and i and i do am able to see it as rational from a certain point of view yeah well that's the perspective i appreciated because before mm -hmm. all i had was the like insecure grifter thing which is yeah, a much yeah, more yeah. shallow like uh, estimation of a person's behavior it's not as uh it's not as predictive do you have any, yeah. um, do you have any, I, I've seen a, a lot of people have criticized you for, um, I'm not, again, if you don't want to get, dig into this, totally fine. Uh, some people have criticized you for the, um, in the cringe video, the, the GameStop scene, mm -hmm. when you yeah. were talking about the way you reacted to that scene. Do, do you, was there anything about that you would change? Or do you think your behavior was defensible and that people are interpreting like a prescriptive, like acceptance from you acknowledging you had like a bad reaction? Yeah, so I, I think I'm. I think I may have. I think I may have gone too far in a few places. I think. Uh, I think that I probably did not. The the size sixteen shoes comment was was too was that was over the line. Uh, I, I withdraw. I'm not laughing. I'm not. Yeah. I withdraw that joke. But I. I mean, honestly, the reason that happened is is just like that was not in the original script. It was improvised, and because uh, it was it was it was in the original script. It was I would have to put myself in her shoes. And then, like, the opportunity came up in my mind. It just made me laugh. Yeah, you were editing. laughing. Well, it is fun. I mean, yeah. it is, I can't say objectively. Yeah. It is funny, but yeah. Yeah, but it's bad. I sh it's bad. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's not good. But I, I do think that, like, I don't know. I, like, I, I sort of, I actually sent a message to Tiffany, which is the name of that trans woman saying because she was she was upset by the video so and and she her what she said she was upset by was that she she wasn't given the chance to you know to to defend herself and i said well come on my stream and, and we can and you can tell your side of the story but she hasn't gone back to me so i have i have offered her a chance, a chance to do that if she wants to but um i mean why did i decide to to i mean i think i'm justified in talking about my own uh you know, emotional reactions to that kind of thing. I got there is like I think maybe a legitimate objection to like, well, yeah, but you talked about a particular person, which is like, you know, that's exactly the kind of specific public humiliation that you're supposed to be against. And like, yeah, that's true. I think what I think the reason why I, I, I sort of you know felt a clear conscience about doing it with with her was that she had like sort of later said like that she had no regrets about how she acted and didn't find it embarrassing at all. And that kind of made me think, okay, well, if that's how you feel, then I feel more comfortable sort of criticizing this because I think I think it would be a different story if if her you know view on the was on the GameStop video was what I think the most charitable viewers of that clip initially assumed, which was this is someone having a terrible day. This is not usually what she's like. Like, why publicize? Why continue publicizing someone's worst moment? But honestly, the sense that I get from this person is that. She, she's this is kind of what she's like yeah yeah so it's I and know. i think and i think and maybe i guess maybe this isn't fair it's not fair mm -hmm. but i think there is virtue in acknowledging the way in which your behavior might be perceived as embarrassing even if that embarrassment is only a product of a double standard so even yeah. so even if like for for example like a trans person um, is held to a much higher standard when it comes to public behavior than 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 cisgender people are. Um, but even if they even if they 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 deviate from that expectation, even if they fuck up in some way, I do I do think there's there's value, or I guess maybe um, in in the self awareness necessary to go like, even if it's a bullshit double standard, yeah, okay, you know, because we all deal with that in our day to day. The different expectations placed in us for every aspect of our, even like the difference between like a mask or a more like neutral looking like cis guy, you know, can lead to yeah. myriad different ways in which we're expected to behave in various social situations. And even though all those expectations are bullshit, having the self-awareness to know what you're expected to do and how you deviated from that, I think is, I mean, it's, um, I don't know, valuable. I've seen a lot of people online the, it, the worst part isn't when people are embarrassing. It's when they don't know they're embarrassing. I mean, you, yes. you talked yes. about that. 
yeah that hurts the i mean most. that and that to me is like what makes cringe cringe and it's and i think it, and i find that for me it's kind of got it comes to a kind of terror i have about myself like if these other people can be this um, this embarrassing without realizing it like what am i doing like you know what am i doing that's embarrassing like it, it becomes this this fear of delude and again this is all part of the like you know trauma of being a trans person and like you know the the the, the you always have to like i don't know i'm someone who's like definitely had to struggle with the like thoughts that like am i a crazy person am i delusional like every day right like it's it's a question that i ask myself and try so it's become almost a, a sort of probably excessive preoccupation i have with trying to get an accurate um perception of how people are are, are perceiving me or, or, or trying to accurately accurately assess how people are perceiving me just to make sure that i'm not being that kind of delusional trans and i guess that's kind of a, a actually kind of a brutal thing to subject yourself to because people yeah yeah no i'd say so you, maybe yeah. possibly <laughs> yeah because you... people are people absolutely i mean if you're a trans woman and you have a big audience on youtube like there are apps there there are there are like there are tens or hundreds of thousands of people who think that you're a delusional man in a dress like and if you put a lot of stock in that uh, you know, you can start to go a little crazy and you can start to, to, to start agreeing with them a little bit. And I've de that's definitely something I've had to struggle with. Do you think you would have, I'm not trying to uh, uh, presume anything, do you think that you would have uh, an easier time sort of managing your self-perception if you didn't have the uh, yes queen, dark mother, uh, like uh, venerated uh, uh, fan cult online? Like if people treated you a little more normally? Well, I mean, I think that that probably doesn't help, but I don't I don't think it I don't think that specifically hurts that much. Mm. I do think it's just kind of like it's it's one side of the general problem, which is that online, you know, this is kind of true. I mean, it's it's not just a trans thing. This is true of like anyone who has an online presence. You tend to either be like sort of adulated with with excessive praise or you you're sort of caricatured and despised to a disproportionate you know what i mean like like it's either that you are like the queen mother goddess like come to save humanity from its sins or you are like a, a disgusting pervert who should be removed from society and it, it's you know when you, when you when you have these two extremes expressed so loudly like it's hard to take know what to listen to because so much of the you're getting every imaginable type of feedback, right? There's people saying that you're like the next, you're the reincarnation of Gandhi, or you're the reincarnation of Hitler. There's people saying you're literally the most beautiful woman they've ever seen. And there are people saying you're an obviously ugly, delusional, crazy man. And it's like, and everything in between, right? Very so difficult to get a, you, you know, this the looking glass self to understand what the fuck you're actually supposed and it's to true be. with the canceling thing too it's like listen to criticism with just listen to just listen to people it's like okay well which people like it's not always the easiest to find out who's speaking Cri yeah criticism on its own is fucking worth yeah. like oh oh wait let me if i listen to all the criticism i get like oh like oh i'll take that hard tomorrow i would be a neo-nazi most of the criticism right. i get is from people <laughs> telling me that i'm right. betraying the white race by y y the the jewish you know yeah so obviously we have to pick who we're listening to here um <laughs> well that's uh, the thing right is that at some point like the reason does need to enter the equation like i'm sorry to go full neoliberal or, or sorry to go full like dave rubin or whatever uh, but uh -oh. like but like you know like you can't just listen and believe because you also have to have some like method of adjudicating between speakers right like how uh, do you decide yeah. who to Ugh. listen to i had this conversation recently i don't want to get too into it but I, I'm sure you know, like there are a fair number of lefties who are mad at me fairly perpetually. Um, yeah, one, yeah, the rumors say, you know, as is known, one of them came on and talked to me and they were making the argument that I should like reflexively apologize and listen to people who said they've been hurt by me, but argued against those people having to make an argument for why they were hurt by me. So just like, yeah. if they're hurt, like that's the end of the convo. Like I just have to take that at face, like no arguments made. But it's it's unreasonable of me, or it's or it's or it's prejudiced of me. I think for for me to expect them to have to give an argument for that, which to me oh. sounds like the easiest excuse for abusive behavior imaginable. Not having to actually justify your criticism. Why are you hurting me? Stop hurting me. 
Right. Just forever. And there's nothing you can do. Yeah. That's the whole conversation. Yeah, get, yeah. And like, there's people like, just because someone is hurt by something that you've done does not mean that you're culpable for that. Like, sometimes it does. Sure. But like, I guess I think it was in my canceling video, like I use this example of like, it actually like a really upsetting thing that happened to me when I was doing a stream like years ago with like a kink activist. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about like DDLG and mm -hmm. someone in the chat started having a panic attack and like typing in all caps like why are you like why are you like ddlg was like used by my my abuser was used by my rapist like why are you apologizing why are you defending my abuser and like they were just, and it's like i was like super upset by this because this person thought that i like genuinely was in an emotional state where they believed i was taking the side of, of someone who'd sexually abused them but i wasn't they uh, were just triggered by you. this conversation yeah you're a public like right. you can't like if we did that to everyone yeah. who said that like we can't we can't do that and the bigger your audience is the higher likelihood that some people will be in fact seriously hurt by things that you're not necessarily culpable for causing you know when you're not necessarily um responsible for causing their hurt i think it, it's actually really sad because that's the behavior of someone who was never taught or never learned um how to manage a trauma response they don't know yeah. how to, so they project the need for that to be managed onto the people they're listening to. And for somebody to yeah. put a burden like that on a parasocial figure is like, yeah. I just, I like wonder like what's going on in their head. Like if they think that's a betrayal from you, like that's like, it, it would hurt to be in their position, you know? Like I do feel oh, sympathy, they... even if it's a bad mentality. And that's why, that's why this, this, that's why this situation was upsetting to me is that it was clear that this person's pain was like very real, but like, you know, what am I supposed to do about it? Um, I think, and I think the parasocial stuff also contributes to some of the intensity of this stuff. Like, like when someone gets, in, when someone's like, you betrayed me because you talked to this other YouTuber who I hate. It's like, it's like, I thought we were friends almost. And then now here you are palling around with my enemy. And it, th there is an element of that. Yeah. For sure. Do you, um, really quick, I'm not that I'm, do you mind if my partner comes in to say hi and they love you? Yeah, well? yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you have the uh, code Falcon. You have to go. Get in here. Echo. Um, <laughs> to, uh, sorry. Um, they also like your work. We watch your videos together. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this stuff is only going to get worse with time. People are only getting lonelier, and stuff like live streaming yeah. and other forms of like immediate media figure contact is only getting more popular. Yeah, it becomes... It's, it's, it's true. It's becoming... I mean, and especially with like the core, I mean, everyone's going to get basically going to be completely lost their minds in the next few months, I think. But like the quarantine thing makes it worse. I can tell, like, I oh, rely so heavily. Yeah, yeah, shout. She I rely to so say hi. Hello. The internet. <laughs> really quick. Hi. Here, go ahead. Oh. Go crazy. What, you want to not hear her? Hello. No, I do. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. I, um, I just, uh, honestly, I feel like I, I'm just coming on because at least we, I probably kind of expected to meet you at VidCon without the fucking corona stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? at, like, um... Uh... Right, that was cancelled. Yes. I think yeah. I, think I know. There's, like, a lot of... <sighs> there's a lot of, like, connections that I'm not gonna be able to make because of that. Yeah, we're not gonna yeah, be, able to go, be able to go to Anime Expo. Fucking sucks. I'm not but... going outside. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, my point was, I just wanted to, I guess, say... Three, three like quick things one is opulence really opulence spoke to me and i feel like i've never heard people echo that kind of thought process and i and i thought that was really um intriguing and nobody really talks about opulence because of stupid buck angel shit but um but yeah also i met him in person it was really weird anyway really yeah he came to a um health thing my boss put on uh, and showed porn <laughs> without asking <laughs> when children were in the audience. So it was super cool. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's why yeah, he I was nice. He, he kind of does that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. my boss was like, he could have gotten us defunded. It was very cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to say, uh, a quick, I guess, thanks for mentioning fat people in cringe, because I feel like nobody on the left. Hello. hello. Nobody on the left nobody really hi. talks about it. Just saying hi. So I wanted to just say thanks. Uh, yeah, you're super welcome. I, um, I'm glad you like opulence because mm -hmm. yeah, it does, it does kind of hurt me that I, it does kind of hurt me that 
I um like that I like this video that was like in some ways like the most difficult project I've ever worked on kind of like it totally got lost. So I don't yeah. I it don't got, it. totally got lost this this like controversy about a voiceover actor, but um uh I guess yeah and and about the the talking about fat phobia. Yeah, I agree that it's like it's not discussed that well, but I think it's actually something that's particularly interesting to me because I find that, um, I mean, there's just a huge overlap. Um, there's a huge overlap between fat phobia and transphobia. Like, and it's something that I really noticed when I was watching these, these cringe video, these cringe videos is that just the kind of like disgust at a type of body, the disbelief that anyone wants to sleep with you, Mm -hmm. the, like all these tropes, like that, that sort of echo between, um, uh between the ways the ways that people talk about fat people and trans people yeah i made um, that point really before, got me but felt a little yeah. bit minimizing towards like trans issues when saying it but there is a lot of i think parallels um so, i yeah. absolutely think there so, yeah, is. I, just, I just yeah i just i just wanted to say thanks i literally never see lefties talking about fat people other than to also make fun of them right. so yeah it's a common thing it's a common thing yes um, and i think Bosch well, told me to leave but my um my- Last point, what was it? Opulence. Oh, thank you for shame as well. Because I feel like it actually helped me process a lot of things about my sexuality. So I just, I just, I just wanted to, a lot of your videos have meant a lot to me. And I just, I, I hope you keep creating, even though you get <laughs> so much undue harassment. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank even so if it's much. just streams, I am. Um, they're fun to watch, so. Thank you so much. But yeah, anyway. Uh, hi. It's really nice to meet you. I'm Hi, Natalie. Yeah. And it's our cat artemy. And he's a good boy. So yeah, thank you for coming on also. Uh, and, uh, you're super fun. welcome. Oh. Hey, buddy. Here, take a, take a you're baby. You're absolutely killing it. No. You're welcome. Vosh. Put your earphones in. Riley wants to say hi to you. Oh, hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. yeah. Since we're doing the, the bit oh, where we're bringing in other people who are in the other room. Uh, Talk to the microphone. Oh. Hey, Bosh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Wonderful. Since we're doing the bit where we're calling in people who are, like, hiding in the other room, hey, just figured I'd come in and say hi. Uh, you do pretty cool stuff, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just figured I'd come in and, uh, hey, congrats on getting to 100K. That's really awesome, dude. Thanks. I, uh, I, appreciate, the, I appreciate the endorsement. And, um, yeah, I, um, I'm really, really happy with how things have gone so far. Um, how's, how's, I asked, Natalie, how's your day been? My day's been going pretty good. Uh, went and actually we went for a run earlier, so that was really cool. Uh, oh, got sorry. my blood drawn. Uh, got uh, went to the bank. Got my name legally changed on there, so that was pretty cool. And right oh. now I'm a. Uh, oh, I mentioned. To wait, a that was to, wait. I'm that working. was today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was today. Oh, was today. Uh, congratulations. Oh, okay. Just Thank you. dropping Thank you. that one. Yeah, like, it was you know. just for my bank. I got I got it done a while ago, but I mean, like, it's just something I've had to take care of and. Now, actually, I'm getting my first paycheck for, oh, I'm working for the Maryland Office of the Attorney General, mm-hmm. specifically in the, get this, the Organized Crime Division, right? So, talk about a time to be doing that, right? Yeah, How, uh, how's New York been treating you guys? Seattle has been great over the past few God. weeks. So, 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 listen, 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 like, it's been really interesting because, like, my boss is specifically, like, she's one of the people specifically in charge of recommending policy for what uh for a lot of what the police will do in the city right Mm -hmm. like she's the one who does that so i met with her the other day i recommended her a lot of policy actually it's really interesting because i got to sort of like resource from twitter and talk to a lot of people like hey my boss is literally going to be recommending policy to like oh brian frosh the attorney general of maryland and like the congress of maryland so i was able to like resource from you know a lot of uh oh from a lot of people on twitter and it's actually really cool because i know that you talk on here a lot about doing a lot more grassroots and local politics, right? Yep, that, and that's always this is been... actually a really good example, sort of like that manifesting, right? Because I mean, like, obviously, this isn't national politics. It's not something that uh, it's not something that like a lot of people necessarily think about on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. But it's still important, right? And I feel like Baltimore has definitely been doing about as well as it could be with everything that's unfolding nationally. Yeah, I um one of my biggest contentions with the left. I don't know. Wait, I I don't actually know. Are the two of you socialists or just very progressive capitalists? I'm not insulting. We don't need to fight. Uh, you can go ahead. 
Are you asking me? Oh, just cl- I, either or both of you. I'm just curious. I don't know. Okay, fair answer. What about what about you? If I had to, God, I just described. I just talked about this the other day. If I had to describe myself right now, I'd probably most accurately be described as like a democratic socialist, right? Um, If I had to, and I mean, like, I make a distinction about this, right? If we're talking about what we would personally want um, for policy recommendations as of today. SOCDEM is probably the most appropriate uh, recommendation because I'm very similar to Bernie in a lot of what he wants from people, or uh, like a lot of what I want to see change in society, right? Mm -hmm. If we're talking about things I would recommend for change in society in a future where we have a lot of very basic systematic problems already dealt with, Mm -hmm. then yeah, I would probably be defined as more of like a socialist or a communist, but it's very relative, right? I'm ultimately a political pragmatist. I focus mostly on what can be done in the moment right now. Um, and so in that sense, I'm probably a, not, I, I'm, I'm not quite a sexy communist or a sexy socialist or a sexy anarchist as much as you are, as no, much as you are. It's not a competition. I'm, we're, we're all, we're all pushing the, uh, we're all pushing the glacier in the same direction. I'm very okay with unity in this respect. I was just curious because my, my, one of my main issues, the left, like I guess the hard left, also soak thems, I think, is that they get really excited for the presidency. They get out there hard, except for the young ones, they don't vote. But they get excited for the presidency. But the the local elections, the 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 everything from like city council to state legislators to governors to congress people to senators to the whole nine yards, nobody does anything. They completely ignore it. They ju- they don't they don't care. They just want the big win, you know. Local organizing, what you're doing right now, very important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Well, hey, it was great talking to you. I'm not gonna take up too much of your time. I was just coming in since you had someone come in on your side, and uh, yeah, hey, I'll let you all get hey, back wait, to what you, you're doing. All right. You're not unfamiliar with live streaming, right? I know you've spoken with Xander Hall. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked to Xander Hall. I stream a little bit. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I don't do anything nearly as big as what you two do, right? I'm just kind of. I don't know, I'm just kind of doing my own thing in addition to, like, the work that I normally do, right? Like, what I do for streaming is much more like a hobby for y'all. It's, like, a career. Like, clearly there's, like, you know, giant differences in degree, right? Um, oh, sure, but, yeah, but like, I was, a, if, if it's a format you're familiar with, happy to have you on sometime. You can talk about your experiences with regards to that local organizing. I can't make any promises for immediacy, though, because these riots have kept my schedule pretty packed, but still, I'd like to. Yeah, no, that would be totally awesome. And I'd love to talk to you about that. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, um, I'll let you get back to it. Hey, uh, hey. have fun. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hey. Um, hey I don't really have any other debates to have, I don't think. <laughs> Is there, there's one more thing I wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, and I don't, again, as, as always, if you don't want to talk about it, totally fine. Um, in the shame video, uh, you're gay. Congrats. Have you had yeah. a, a large blowback? from like the the straight male audience because you anticipated it in the video um yeah well no i haven't i mean i i think that like it's kind of like general advice given to you know given to women creators that well i think even to, to all creators that you're supposed to sort of like maintain the audience's delusion that they have a chance of fucking you uh but i um just don't care. <laughs> so. no, I, no, I'm happy. I'm happy to. Oh, do yeah. you mind if you turn yeah. on the the speaker volume a little bit? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's just. Uh, yeah. I am. Um, I could use headphones, but I'm too much of a of a diva to. Fair, to, to reasonable. Hear, yeah, yeah got to keep the the bust clean. Yeah, the aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I'm I'm happy to hear that because um obviously sex appeal has always been a pretty large part of your channel. I didn't know if there'd be like an actual mm-hmm. severe backlash or if it. I imagine plenty of people were disappointed, but. Um, I, I think it's actually pretty fantastic because I I had actually worried like, oh fuck, is this gonna legitimately cause like a huge like uh n- not a rift like a upset in the community? Uh, no, it it seems not to have. Okay, I don't, okay, I don't know. I mean, so I have I've, yeah. I've just no, I, wild so, shit so, has so, happened online. You know? Yes, heterosexual men have come out and 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 proven themselves to be more more impressive than than rock bottom so so good 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 work guys you you remember did, did you see the okay boomer um 
the 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 Twitter girl that she was like real cute and she the okay boomer and she had like oh, a yeah, burning yeah, shirt yeah. yeah yeah and and she instantly the, that video got viral she got like two hundred thousand followers on Twitter and then she showed yeah. like a boyfriend on a stream they realized yeah. she was taken that Twitter account got fucking nuked it got reported until it was banned from Twitter they that's got real mad of. yeah that's what I was afraid of yeah but it clearly didn't happen but it didn't happen yeah okay awesome I I was I was really curious about that you're you're right there is kind of a it obviously happens more with women, but I, I, the, the sexual, the, the imagined you could maybe one day hook up with me at a convention thing mm. is I imagined something on the lines of many of the people who watch me as well, just judging for their degenerate behavior. The thirst comments. Yeah. 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 Day in and day out. So I, I, it is like a really, I guess, core part of the parasocial relationship. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just heartening. I'm happy to hear that. Um, with the debate oh sorry one second loud dono <laughs> with with the debate topics um exhausted do you want to uh declare yourself the winner and head on to do something else i, I think that seems fair to me mm-hmm. i uh, really appreciate you coming on <laughs> uh yeah it was it was nice talking to you like i think like I, I should just like i wish i could just check in with you after every video i feel like you're a good uh uh host for me to to complain about my audience is really great i mean this is this is going to shock you with your with your mm-hmm. you know um uh, massive audience and the well-known knowledge that i am a fan of yours you can come on whenever you like natalie i will Perfect. never say no that's unless... really great yeah i'm yeah. sorry well I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry um i'm sorry i was awkward at first but i am actually like i get nervous to stream with people because i don't know what i'm doing and i don't know why i'm in this line of work Oh, streaming is exhaust. I don't blame you. I was nervous yeah. when you came on. Of course, I think that's a perfectly yeah. natural uh, reset. I mean, I've streamed with, I've talked with people like Sargon. Like the nervousness, I think it's it's natural, and I think yeah. good. You know, it keeps us alive. I seriously, though, I really appreciate you coming on. I hope we can speak more in the future. I'll I drop by your. I, I I do I do watch your 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 Pokemon streams. I don't watch the Sim stream, but I do watch <laughs> oh, the Pokemon streams. Um, I'll pop in more. Thank you. I'm sorry for you. All right. Well. Talk soon. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Oh shit! It's the double, double debate again. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch! We did it. We talked to Natalie under pretty good circumstances too. Under thousand followers, uh, subs.